Hello and welcome to There Be Dragons, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, I'm your dungeon master, Matthew, and as always, uh, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves and the characters we're playing. Angela Donlin and I play Abella. Ooh, I'm Karen Slink and I play Ryland Westfall. I'm Joshua Walker and I play Skian Feldspar. Tristan Dass and I'm still playing Charlie Roughhouse. But for how long will you be playing Charlie Roughhouse? <laughs> Depends how much he drinks. Ever. <laughs> And I'm Tom Moore playing Nezor Valgoulis. Where we left you all was in the middle of the river. Uh, Charlie yeah. had breached the surface with a tortoise. Turtle! Uh, turtle. turtle. We discussed this. Okay. It's the braziers all over again. <laughs> that didn't make the cut, so you this shut the fuck up. That's definitely getting what put out. What the fuck there. do you mean that didn't make yeah, the cuts, Matt? How the fuck did that not make the cut? Nah, um, I made an editorial decision, guys. <laughs> I'm yeah. going on strike. Hey, hey, I've now st- you're going to be telling us that I, David Davidson isn't in there either. It's not. Uh, <laughs> I just don't know what I don't know what to believe anymore. Hey, um, this but podcast hey, is I've made you people sound much smarter than you are. So you shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know if it's possible to make me sound smarter than I am. Oh, trust me, it is. <laughs> uh, where we left you last, you'd basically destroyed a boat that was carrying the prisoner that uh, Abella had been very, very, um, what's the word? I don't know, what is the word, Matt? Vocal about uh, her involvement in her arrest. Um, that boat about had it my coming. not involvement. No, you were very, very vocal. Like, oh, yes, we're taking this prisoner oh, yes, to jail. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then had... Basically, with the help of Nezor, um, orchestrated an opportunity for them to escape. And Charlie. And Charlie. Although Charlie, I don't think, was really distracted everyone's attention by jumping off the boat. And I appreciate that. I didn't read that into into that at all. No, no, neither did I. (laughs) Neither did I. (laughs) Helping. Um, Scan, you had a very brief conversation where uh, Castellan basically revealed the fact that he was actually planning to just, like, throw you in the basement, lock you away and interrogate you at whim, but because you saved his life with the attempted assassination, he felt that he owed you a debt. Um, And you seemed very blasé about that revelation and basically said, yeah, well, actually, I was going to squeeze you for information about my sister, so (laughs) I think we're kind of okay. Let's just call it even. Um, we good, man. We good. Yeah. So uh, I think the things you think we were guilty of, we aren't, and the things I would like to know from you, you might not know. So. Yeah. Well, we'll, well, they'll meet in the middle, I suspect. Mm. Um, so uh, the result of this little venture was that the assassin escaped. However, the pistolier who attempted to shoot Castellan in the head did not, and is currently being yeah. brought into the rapidly overcrowding boat. There are four guards, a prisoner, three of you. Charlie's still in the water, I assume. No, I'm point. off the beach with the turtle. We're just going to say you guys make landfall at this point. I think that's the easiest way to do this. You are very, very quickly able to commandeer, or rather, Castellan is very, very quick to commandeer a carriage. About five minutes later, you are brought in front of a large manse, uh, which has eight-foot-tall brick and mortar walls with uh, spiked tops. Um, The archway that leads into this space is wide open and inside you can see probably about a hundred soldiers milling about, unloading carts, setting up tents. This looks very much as as you would know, Charlie, and uh, Rylan would know if she was here, uh, very much like our headquarters being set up. Is it only now being set up? Yes. Well, it is in process. Okay. How how set up is it? 
about like, halfway. But like, how many days have they been doing this? Uh, probably about a day. Okay, so fairly well established, but still a lot of stuff there. Okay, but it's interesting that they didn't. This is not like they've had the city for two, three days now, haven't they? Are but, the walls manned? Uh, no, the walls are just. Uh, it's, it's just a wall. It's just a, a. It's like a. It, it's not a keep. No, no, not at all. This is. Uh, this would be at home in like a rich area of town. Sure, sure. It's clearly they've just commandeered one of the local residences. Uh, the house itself is three stories tall and is large enough to qualify for the distinction of having a west wing and an east wing. Uh, you can see carts being drawn to the rear of the place, but for the most part, this looks like a semi-functioning command post. Is it? Because the whole thing's on islands, isn't it? Does it yeah, it's is spread it on its own personal island, or is it... What Castellan has told you in the carriage ride, this is one of four islands. There are some smaller islands that have basically got bridges that act as a way to get across, and there's some gardens nearby. From what you've seen just on the river, this is probably the most expensive part of town. Mm -hmm. It also looks like it has a number of like official government buildings nearby. This area is very defensible. The manse itself is one of several. It looks like the, the owners of the other buildings have all been kicked out. You see a small halfling family leaving one of the houses that you pass with effectively all their worldly possessions in tow. Can I ask, Castellan, sure. um, what happens to the previous occupants? It's quite simple. We give them a chit and they find somewhere else to stay. Oh, sure. So when you, when you pull out... This or... is all very legal, I assume. Oh, no, I'm sure. I'm, I, just, I was just asking what happens to them. You know, I've seen some occupying forces. I was wondering how yours operates. Well, we operate under the rules that are issued by our contractor, in this case, the Erhart Kingdom. Mm. So we have a strict code of compliances that we must meet. The reason I was in the South Markets this morning was to negotiate, I suppose you could call it a purchase of public property. The negotiations didn't go exactly as planned, but I was successful in purchasing the stone that I needed from one of the public artworks. Once this unpleasantness subsides between the Bastion and the Erhart, they will be reimbursed once this is incorporated into the Greater Erhart Territories. Cool. Sounds reasonable enough. <clears throat> yes. About as good as I can hope from war. This is my particular style of warfare. I don't like taking enemy territory and then subjugating the local populace to the point where they simply revolt. What's the point? Exactly. It's a waste of manpower and it avoids unnecessary deaths. Uh, so the carriage pulls in and you are brought to the entrance hall where Castellan is met by several staff sergeants. They hand him certain documents and he go, he just steps aside and goes, I will be with you in a minute. Oh, well, we're pretty much at his pleasure. Have I? Like, I'm I'm with the group. Like, he, he hasn't asked me to come to dinner, but I'm still with everyone else? No, he asked you to come to dinner as well. He said, your friends of Ryland Westfall are... Okay. Basically welcome. I, I would ask for a fire or a place to dry off gestures. for myself and Charlie. Uh, he gestures to one of the cooking fires nearby. I'm sure you will uh, come for us or send someone for us. Yeah, he just nods over his shoulder. You see the Gorilla Princep type being dragged inside by two of the men who are also sodden. But oh, Well, I tried with that one. <laughs> Does Charlie still have his turtle? Mm -hmm. Is there a man servant or someone? Yeah, there's a Batman nearby. A no, man not servant. Yeah, a Bateman is Bateman. a... Oh, okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Sorry, I don't pronounce it correctly because I'm not English. It's got an E in it. A Bateman. Bateman. <laughs> not, not the spelling I've seen. 
Mm. Oh, that's, a, that's Batman. If, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you've seen it spelled Batman, it's a Batman. No, it's, it's, it should be Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. Okay. It's an Alfred. Yeah. Um, I ain't in the turtle. And so <laughs> he just <laughs> looks at the turtle and the turtle. Where's Duchess? He, yeah. She was in the boat, so she was following okay, so us. so you have a turtle and a... And a... She followed at heel, because the turtle was kind yeah, of sleepy. Sure, but... uh, Charlie, if you don't want him to cook and eat that, I'd probably mention something. <laughs> the Bateman is currently holding it like you would hold a piece of rubbish that you don't want to touch. It's got <laughs> like... Goes, uh, it's just... like, think, like the minimal amount of contact on each of the flippers. So, so <laughs> will go, do you have a cauldron that we could keep that in uh, for when we leave? We are not wanting to eat it. No, but there is a pond at the back. That would do. Thank you. No, that's salt water. What are you doing? It's a salt water turtle. Uh, Where did you get a salt water turtle? It's living in the river? It was an ocean, wasn't it? No, it's a river. It's a river. Hmm. Well, it was an ocean. <laughs> Probably fresh water yeah. enough. Charlie is still very drunk. And, and also turtles in a but also river. But it's yeah, but it's a turtle. turtle. It is, it's not that it can't, the only difference between salt and fresh is that they can't breathe it. But turtles don't breathe water. No, but like but they can live in either. Can they? Yeah. Well, put it in whatever then. <laughs> <laughs> and you sort of walk away from the and, uh, yeah, put it in whatever then. Um, if it makes him feel any better, if you have a large quantity of salt, put it in the pond with it. At <laughs> uh, once, sir. And he just sort of flounces off into the building, holding this poor thing by its flippers, trying not to let it touch its, his gloves too much. Yeah. Um, Be gentle. It's a nice turtle. What's its name? Kilroy. There you go. <laughs> um... <laughs> Kill me the turtle. Why not? He's going to come back to bite someone in the ass. <laughs> I hope so. We will train it to do this. It's one of those snapping ones. It could be a good weapon. Abella, you're being eyed a little bit suspiciously by a few people Rude. Um, as they pass. But <coughs> for the most part, this is actually probably the safest you've felt the whole time in the town. Mm. One of the... I assume you're going to the fireplace. Well, yeah, yeah. Spoke. Yeah. One of the men there has a small bottle of rock gut by the look of it some kind of booze and is passing it around and looks up at you and goes do I know you? I don't believe so just going to share your fire new recruits that awaits to be seen alright and they all sort of shuffle into their own little conversation to the side can I sort of eavesdrop? sure it's not, not hard not trying to be like obvious no. about it but like there's a there's like, no yeah just what do I hear them say? um so they're, they're having this really hushed conversation and it seems to be that they're complaining about the amount of money they're getting for this work. Is it not enough? Yeah, they're surprised that... No, it's too much. <laughs> you're you're getting us too, much too much for only occupying a city. I can't <sighs> carry this many coins. How will the crowd sake? ever survive if they pay us so handsomely? <laughs> um... What you get from them, however, is this... If, if anything, I would say, it's a rough job, though. If, you, if, you, if, if I have any opinion on it at all, I agree with you. They, what you meant, they, for the most part, ignore you, but uh, the information you're able to glean from it is they are unhappy with the amount of money that the Urhart are paying them. Right. They got three times the amount as an offer by the Bashano. And it's and still not enough. No, they don't understand why they didn't take the Bashano's offer. 
They, oh, all right. So yeah. the Bastion offered three times as much. Right. Well, that was what they were negotiating, and then uh. the Erhard made an offer, and they took the Erhard offer. Mm. And they don't know why. Are not the primarily the army human? Yes, that's true. But they're mercenaries. They're, they're not particularly well known for their love of country if they're... Sure. But weren't they working for the Bashano before anyway? It was This was a, a, a fairly quick side change. Yeah. From what you get, they had kind of been like negotiating and uh-huh. were, almost able, were almost ready to sign. And then the Urhut came along and made a lower offer and they took the Urhut's offer. Mm. Mm. And they're complaining about it because they don't understand why this was the decision that was made. I say, look... Uh, you may not be interested, but my two cents on this one would be uh, possibly your commanders wanted to be on the winning side. Can't get paid by an, by an empire that doesn't exist anymore. They kind of like do that mental math of like reevaluating, like they said, like, oh yeah, actually might be a, might be better that we don't die <laughs> and lose. That being said, mm. your involvement has tipped the scales. So I don't know. What do I know? I'm just a guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe we should get paid more for this. That's probably a fair point. Or at least double rations. I mean, come on. We haven't had a decent meal in weeks. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Castellan walks over at this point. They immediately go silent. (laughs) Anyway, Chavs, lovely talking to you. Um, My apologies. There were some pressing uh, orders. No, no. You are a busy man. That is fine. Are you quite all right, Mr. Roughhouse? I think carbs. Carbs would be good for Chavs. I was going to say maybe (laughs) coffee and a garden to sleep in. (laughs) Well, of course, I will uh, arrange for my Bateman to see to He's it. handling the turtle at the moment. Uh, the Bateman comes back out <laughs> of the scene. He's just like, yes, no more work. I can break. Ah, oh, yeah. God damn it. I'm going to go, oh, I don't know about a garden, but a decent meal would be lovely. I say that quite loudly. Yeah. And that you definitely see, like, <laughs> something behind the eyes of the three guys that are next to it. I deliberately say fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> But um, does Charlie say something? No, Charlie's too drunk. No. <laughs> Charlie can talk. Uh, Mr. Ruff has some, a word, if you might, just over here. And he steps to the side. I sort of march over there like... <laughs> Forgive me if I'm wrong, but aren't you a representative of His Majesty? <laughs> <laughs> Is he? <laughs> In what capacity? As a boxer. Of course. So why are you disgracing the Erhard name as this drunkenness? Oh, shit. Charlie got burned. Charlie got to punch somebody, I'm worried. <laughs> I don't hear this, presumably. No, it's very sort of watching. Good, good, good. <laughs> because this bloody war cost me somebody who I see as family. And all I see at the moment is people killing other people for no reason because they feel like it. And sometimes the world weighs hard on you. I guess it's easy to cast stones from such a comfortable chair. Oh. And I'm going to walk off. Because Alan looks back to you and sort of just raises an eyebrow. More to himself than anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm very clearly looking at my feet right now, just being like, I have no comment on this. <laughs> nope. Did, nope, what, nope, did nope. we hear what was said? Uh, roll me a perception check. I don't, I don't, I'm not particularly... It was drunk, man. Whispered. I don't particularly... Right. Yeah, no, I probably did hear it. I yeah. got like a 20. 
I was. Yeah, twenty-one. Yeah. I got a nine. You you probably missed a bit. My of elf what, ears picked it up fairly yeah. well. I think you probably missed a little bit of what Castellan was saying, but uh-huh. you heard what Charlie said. Yeah, I, I would Heck go. Yeah. <laughs> I I'd sort of do an eyebrow equivalent of a shrug. Mm. Um, <laughs> everyone's waggling eyebrows here. Um, did you? My eyebrows are still. No, did, you, <laughs> did you? What did you roll? Because this will determine. Oh, uh, nine. Plus your perception. Plus perception. That yeah, is yeah, that's perception. plus perception. Yeah. I was I was drunk man whispering, so yeah. you might have you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, what the context of the conversation was, yeah. maybe not. You might have picked up a little bit, but Scan heard it all because he's fucking yeah. good hearing. Also, um, um, Duchess huffs at him as we walk away. <laughs> what at the ca- uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He just turns to the rest of you and goes, um, "Mr. Roughhouse is a little under the weather, so he'll be joining us later." And I look at I I, I watched what. Uh, Duchess does and look at Rosh and go don't get any ideas <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just nonplussed at that <laughs> he's watching the whole thing like sort of is there food inside yeah so Castellan does eventually lead you inside after this exchange uh, and you're brought into a it's an odd place you immediately feel like Exactly at home, Nezor the proportions are such that uh-huh. it would be a big house for very small people, but it's sort of like this less than impressive home for anyone who's of normal height. So it was a halfling house. Yeah, it was a. What's but, the but, door like? Oh, the door was big. Like it, it easily allowed admittance to people of you know even Charlie's stature. Charlie didn't even have to like duck to get through the door. Which he didn't. No, he walked around the house. No, but it's like but, things, well, I mean, of course, but <laughs> things would be hung on the wall at slightly lower heights, and yes, it's just it, there is something the strange. Are not quite as tall. Yeah. Exactly yeah. that sort of thing, and the roof is a little lower than what you'd expect for something that's like a vaunted ceiling. It's massive with, and grand, but I can touch the ceiling. Yeah, like if you squatted down, it would be. Oh, I get it. It would be exactly what you'd it's expect. A house for midgets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, did we see like the people that we saw getting? Like leaving the manors and stuff, were they halflings before? Yes. Yes, but yes. that was so family was. Yeah. There was a different manner. Yeah, no, that, that's what I was checking. Is, is this? It's not a halfling this, quarter. No, no, is this more like yeah, the halfling area of the town, or is this? This, this was it another just house. Happened to be happened where the, to be owned yeah. By yeah, well, designed and built by halflings, not necessarily. Yeah. But what's the furnishings like? Uh, that's why you actually feel quite at home. It's uh, mostly Vellenic. Hmm. There's a lot of like really beautiful tapestry and art everywhere. This, a, this town's not important enough to have, like, a ambassador from... No, no, no. Um, this would be, like... A major trading mercantile it's a tra- hub? Yeah. It's a trading hub, but, um, yeah, this place is very Valenic in its furnishings, and it looks like none, none of this was brought here. Yeah. This has all been here for probably at least a couple of decades. Okay. There's a really lovely statue, uh, a sort of a Venus de Milo-style thing in the main hallway. Uh, everything is immaculate, very clean. Uh, there are tiles on the floor like the checkered black and white. The banisters of the staircase that lead up to your second story are rich oak. And that entire impression is kind of ruined by the fact there are soldiers tracking mud through this entire place. Um, I kind of smirk at that. Like, understanding the reason why everything is the way it is. Like, not just because it's a rich person thing, but it's like a a Valenic thing. And then the soldiers in there, and I find that funny. It looks like the entire eastern half, so everything to your right of the lower floor has been sectioned off because there's a guard post basically in the hall. They immediately stand to attention as Castellan comes in. A little bit less relaxed. Yes, exactly. And Castellan just goes, 
Uh, you have the run of the western first floor. I would ask that you do not go to the second or third floor and stay out of the east wing. Uh, if you would like to follow my Bateman when he returns, he will take you to a sitting lounge where you may rest and recuperate. If you require refreshments or baths, I'm sure he can arrange for that too. Thank you. And he turns on his heel and walks. What time is it? Uh, it's about 4pm. Okay, so we've got a couple of hours still doing yeah. Can I Can I see anything that would indicate these people have anything more than a passing connection to Villanix society? Like, like, is there any family kind crest? Of, yeah, like family crests or or any kind of worshiping of um, like like any kind of connection to to the the ducks and the um kind of. Well, high check. No, it's a sports team. Uh, fourteen. Oh. It's the mighty ducks. Quack 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 quack. Sorry, sorry, that was a fourteen. Yeah. There's nothing in the room to indicate a connection to any known large family, but one thing you do notice is that Castellan's boots are actually Valenic in make. Like, they're very mm. clearly Valenic. They have, like, the slightly raised heel that all halflings yeah. wear, um, and it has, like, those... It has, like, the straps over the... They're, like, almost like braces on the uh, top side of the boot. Uh, they kind of look a little bit like... Almost like a mixture between, like, a riding boot and a, and a, and a military piece of uh, clothing. Do they look new? Uh, no, they look reasonably well-worn. Well-loved would be the word that they would use. Interesting. Meanwhile, out the back, Charlie, uh, there is a large pond that takes up the second half of this space, almost like a park, and there is a large willow tree. And the only other noticeable thing apart from the willow tree that's sitting there is that there is a little girl sitting on one of its low branches with her white frock. And she's just kicking her legs in the breeze. She's a ghost. Human? Yes, human. Human ghost. Oh, hello there. Hi. Oh, What's, God. What, what are you doing up there? Just sitting. Is it good sitting up there? Yeah. Why are you sitting up there? Because I'm getting in the way. Nonsense. Well, I mean... The, the Bateman told me that I was in the way of all the moving parts. What moving parts? All the, all the different things from the wagons and, and stuff. Oh, yes, but he's just stuffy. Did you see the turtle that, I, that he put in the pond? Yes. It's pretty cool. I caught that one. Oh, I called him Ralph. Ralph's a good name. It's better than... Gilroy. Yes. Strongly disagree. <laughs> no, Ralph's much better. <laughs> Ralph. Ralph and I are best friends. Well, you make sure that you look after Ralph. Okay. Okay. Now, do you mind if I sleep under your tree? I'm very tired. She thinks about this. Is that a dog? It certainly is. Her name's Duchess. Can I pat the dog? Of course you can, as long as you're kind to her. Yes. Excellent. And she hops down, and she goes and starts to play with Duchess. And as she does, the thing that you notice about her is that on one hand, she appears to actually be missing the tips of her fingers. Hmm. Roll me... Oh, God. Medicine. Twelve. This looks like an amputation. It's, it's too clean. It doesn't look like someone just sort of like... When I say too clean, I mean like it looks like it's surgical in yeah. nature. That's all you're able to garner. Yeah. I mean, 
Bad things happen. Hey, little girl. Yes. My name's Charlie. What's yours? I'm Mary. That's a very beautiful name. Thank you. Do you think you could look after Duchess for me while I have a sleep? Okay. But make sure you take care of her because she's the most important thing to me in the world. Okay. <laughs> she's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this little girl picks up. Oh, Duchess. Let me just play her with her around here while I rest my eyeballs. <laughs> okay. And she's like a little disheartened and puts the dog down. She starts running around like kids do with dogs, basically trying to rile up Duchess. I don't think Duchess gets riled. Right. Duchess just... absolutely plays. Okay, cool. No, Duchess absolutely plays. But she knows not to leave my... Uh, she doesn't. She won't go anywhere where she can't see me, basically. Yeah. I'm At some imagining point. them like running around and Ralph's just like... <coughs> <laughs> I've been adopted by aliens. <laughs> In the pond that yeah. is fresh and it needs salt water, so it's slowly dying. <laughs> but, um, and then Charlie basically sort of sits cross-legged under the tree, puts his hand on his knees, palms up, and slows his breathing and falls asleep. Um, this is a delightful mental image as well. <laughs> <laughs> this massive muscular man with a massive moustache meditating underneath the tree while a small girl <laughs> in a white dress chases around a dog. And there's a turtle. And a turtle in the fish <laughs> pond. Yeah, it's like my mental image is slowly pulling back. And then the turtle sticks his head out of the water and watches the whole thing that goes back and swims again. And it's basically eating all the goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely it is. Back inside. You're brought a tea tray with cups and a selection of different teas and a pot of hot water. And that's placed in the middle of this sitting lounge with you. And there is this really irritating ticking noise. Is it a pipe bomb? <gasps> no, it's like a... <laughs> it's the same thing. It's a... <laughs> like a metronome. Yeah, although you wouldn't know what that is. Um, why would... Why, why would a barbarian from the north know what a metronome is? <laughs> because he's not... Yeah. Like, he's seen um, stuff... So, like, I'd, I'd recognise it. Okay, basically yeah, straight it was, away. It's a musical... Is it is it a metronome? No. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Or how about, how about a pendulum? It's absolutely a pendulum. Like, it's not yeah, hard so to... It's I, like, the it's next like, I know what a fucking clock is. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you wouldn't because clocks are not that widespread. You very, very quickly realise that there's this... There's basically a grandfather clock in this room that's making this noise, and from the best you can tell, it is tracking the time. But it takes a while for you to figure it out because it turns... It hits five or five bells and chimes five times. And it kind of all goes... Oh, that's what it is. Five bones. Uh, so is, are we all sort of figuring that shit out? Abella might know what that is. Mm. But um, this is Angela not... I, I would have been very confused by like, this musical instrument that is nowhere near other musical instruments. Oh, like, why, I'm not actually very musical. Why is this keeping time at such a slow rate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I I would I as the Bateman brings in the the tray. I would say that's very kind. Uh, can we can we uh, northerner this up a little bit? Do I have any rum? No, sir. We do not have rum. I Spirits of some sort. I was just going to ask whether or not you preferred uh, the uh, whiskey variety of spirits, or perhaps you would like to try one of the regional delicacies. Uh, it is a potato peel spirit. It is Sure, quite... let's try that. Very good, sir. And for the rest of you, would you prefer something a little harder? Tea is fine. Mm, tea's fine. Steps out of the room. 
It is incredibly boring being in this room with this fucking thing that's just ticking away. Skern sits there for about five minutes and goes, nope, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> goes up and... It's like that, that the vein in your eye just twitching. Sort of like sitting there, just sort of... Nope, nope, I can't do it anymore. Um, and I kind of want to know what's on the other floors, to be honest. What's in the east wing? <laughs> um, so he goes to the thing. Does it have a key to open it? To the door or well, the... the grand, no, the grandfather no, no, just clock. opens. Just opens. And, okay. So he opens it and he goes, hmm, and grabs the pendulum and just stops it. Something sounds like, well, it sounds like gears crunching on gears and the noise stops and the clock has stopped. <laughs> Silence. Close it. <sighs> that was an improvement. Yeah. And I say, if you're going to explore the other floors, wait until he comes back with my vodka. The Bateman returns, pours you a tall glass. It does the whole thing, sort of like the, what do they call them? The, um, the sommelier. Yeah, sommelier stuff. The, the, the thing. Sommelier. <laughs> now, young what Angela's call. husband does. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's very, very good. Hint of blueberries. No, he, he does the In whole vodka. He, um, maybe. It's good he, vodka. He brings a small bowl of water. And there's an ice pick next to it. You're not sure why. And then he hands it, holds his hand over the water and it freezes. Oh. And then he takes the ice pick and very dutifully, like, breaks shards off it, puts it into a glass, and then produces, like, a, an ornate fruit. You know exactly what it is. It's a quince. Right. But yep. scan. This is some delightful yellow oval that he's just He's produced. playing it cool. He's yeah. also... Far more interested in the fact that this could do just did magic. And then he uh, basically just cuts it into a fine slice and puts it in there and, and finishes making what is effectively a cocktail uh, and hands it to you on the tray and goes, uh, your vodka, sir. Thank you. Uh, quick question. Uh, there's a whole, can I, well, no, before, can I, can I do a sort of an arcana check to tell if he's a wizard or if that's just yeah. an innate ability yeah. of his or yeah, something? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Four. <laughs> um, He's the greatest wizard that ever yeah. existed of all uh, time. <laughs> he definitely can use magic. Sure. Maybe the ice just spontaneously froze. You're not sure. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> I, I would say to him then, um, it's like, the trick was the ice. Uh, yes. Wizard or just... Oh, no, sir. I have a, a special... Uh, well, and he um, lifts the bowl up and shows you that around the rim of it, there's like a thin line of like metal rimming. Mm. He goes, uh, this uh, bowl is designed to instantly uh, freeze water uh, upon the correct activation. Uh, Let me show you. And he places it back down and puts his hand over it. And you just see that there's like a slight twitch, like a a somatic component um, of of his hand. And then the remaining ice that has sort of been broken up reconnects effectively. Oh, cool. Yeah. There you go. Shit I could do with that ball. <laughs> hmm. Um. <laughs> he very dutifully, like, puts it back on the tray. And, yeah. Uh, was anyone wanting a uh, sandwich? Yes. <laughs> I would love a sandwich. While I've got you, though, I'm curious about the layout of this place. Um, what is in the East Wing? Well, that's where the um, cell swords have set themselves up, you see. Oh, I see. Uh, it was formerly my uh, master's bedroom and private quarters, but no longer. Oh, I see. Who was your previous master? Just curious. They would be the Ven Capriolis family. 
I look, I would look at Nezor and go. Yeah, Dwight, I'm gonna roll a history. It's definitely a Valenic last name. Yeah. Like, you can just, like, oh, yeah, that's a Valenic. Quick quick history check, it's a 12. Uh, The family's probably from the southern coast of Valen, from the city of Capriel. And just. Do you you know them? Mm. Oh, no, no, I just thought. They had interesting taste in um I just look at them like it's <laughs> stuffing your mouth with like <laughs> stuffing my mouth with sandwiches, sticking <laughs> some sandwiches in. You like brought them yet? Yeah, I'll get there. Um, future sandwiches. Make sure you put them in your sandwich pockets. futures. Yeah. Um, very clearly Valenic, high Valenic society, um, at least inspired, if not directly from. Yeah. Sure. Hmm. Ven is first three letters. Ven are generally speaking, for people who are pretty high up in the social order. Val is like, you've, you're a farmer. Yeah. I'm just curious, what are the other floors that we're not meant to go on, just so I know? Uh, I believe Castellan said the second and third floor. Second, third floor. Great. Second, third floor. Those are officer quarters. Oh, okay, great. Second, third floor. Including great. Castellan's private quarters. How do you feel about the whole Interest- thing? Well, it's certainly a rather abrupt change of employment, but I'm being paid fairly, and to be honest, I'm very heavily in gambling debt, so I can't <laughs> complain. Do you play cards, sir? <laughs> Not against somebody in your level of debt, I don't. <laughs> very good. But I pull out so a gold coin and I say, thanks for the help. He palms it like you wouldn't, like, yeah, just, you, you, you know, it's, it's there and it's gone. It's like, it's, thank you, I sir. I believe there was mention of sandwiches. Yes, madam. Do you like cucumber? I do. Excellent. I shall return post-haste. Fucking love cucumber sandwiches. He steps out. Imagine the queen eats cucumber sandwiches. Oh, I yeah. love the queen. I tried I to make them once. Like my real, the real queen. He takes the bowl and everything else with him. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, there to steal. No, it. I know. I know. You know. You're not. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> but I'm being very, very specific. Yeah, like he took the tray with him as he left, and he returns later with just a mountain of sandwiches. Excellent. He goes. Uh, yeah, there's a few getting stuffed in pockets for goes, sure. <laughs> I'm quite well aware of the uh, Valenic, shall we say, gastronomy, sir. I appreciate it. <laughs> he leaves, and you're left in this silent room with all these paintings staring at you. <sighs> Other paintings of humans. No, mostly halflings. Okay. There are humans. There are humans being killed by halflings. <coughs> <laughs> we both, all three of us, look at that and go, yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks very vicious. It's almost like the... Um, Far more vicious than halflings would normally be. You, oh, you, yeah. you would imagine people whose entire thing is be the best at what you can be, they take, you know, killing very seriously. Well, like, there's a... there's a Basically, there is a picture, and it's sort of almost like those, um, like, Catholic... Like the... What's that particular artist's name. Nice. Raphael. N- n- no, no, it's, I can't remember it. But it's like, he did like the Kiss of Jesus and all that sort of stuff. Oh, uh, um. It starts with a C, I can't remember it. Caravaggio. Oh, Caravaggio. Yeah, Caravaggio style paintings. And it's basically of this human. It's quite dark. Yeah, quite dark. There's this human with like three halflings attached to him. Yeah. One is biting his neck. The other one is like biting his ankle. And the third one is running him through with a short sword. Hmm. It's all very like Moody. stark. Yeah. Like there is there is a ballad in that painting. <laughs> <laughs> Probably is. I'm going to look to see if there's anything valuable in this room. Oh yeah, absolutely. There are like all kinds small of small and valuable. Oh yeah, like there's a there's a small collection of I guess what would you call them? They're like figurines, I suppose, like small um votive. What uh, is the most interesting one? Uh there's one that has a it looks like a tea party being had. Yeah, but are there any, like, violent ones? No. No, these are all very... 
it's interesting because that's on the opposite side of the room to the really violent painting. There's like a nicer thing. It's a there's very uh, what's the feng shui about it? Like it's all everything has its place in in this room. I'd um, say to Nezor, I wonder if I'm going to take the tea party one. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's about the size of your palm. I don't know a huge amount about. It is now in my bag. The violin hegemony. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand it's all about be the best you can be and all that. Pretty much, yeah. That, so that's the what did these people do? Because they seem to be dead keen on the whole murdering. You look across. There's another one of like this guy with his head <laughs> just being ripped from his body by two like, like arguing halflings. halflings. Yeah, 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 well, it's, it's dead not just keen is a good <laughs> description. Not, not just that. Like there's there's the other smaller figurines around as well. I would hazard a guess, and that's purely on where we are. <laughs> Merchants, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is. Are there any elf this figurines? This is less. This is less. They're being the best at art, and more being the best at acquiring things of. Okay. Wealth. So you're inspecting this stuff quite closely. Yeah? Yes. Uh, roll me a perception check. There would probably be some elf ones in the toilet where they belong. You <laughs> 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 go in my fucking bag. Um, sorry, did you say that was perception? Yeah, perception. Um, twenty. Oh, natural? No. no. Okay, that's still very good. Abella, you're fart-assing around with these... Very important research I'm <laughs> conducting here, yeah, Matthew. You're researching, <laughs> you're researching the shit out of these small figurines, and then you realise that one of them you go to pick up, it won't move. <gasps> and then you muck about with it a bit and like push it, and it slides in a groove. And, and the rest like, of us snap our heads to the noise. Yeah, it's like... And then you hear like a... No, no, there's just a pop, like a... I've been sitting watching the two of them. Yeah. Enjoying my beverage. Which, have you been looking, have you been, like... Sort of, I've been sitting on a couch, quite regally, near the fire, probably. Yeah. Trying to dry off more. Not being in a swamp (coughs) or walking. It's really enjoying that whole business. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Enjoying my my vodka cocktail, um, knowing exactly what it is, because it's not local. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's the, the spirit I grew up on. <laughs> um, it's very low. Did the this is more me being like, where's the sound? Um, well, I was just did, about to finish the description, but everyone did, decided to start talking. Did so. the sound kind of travel, or was it located in one? No, there was like a, the sound of like something like gears, I guess, near where Abella had been mucking about. Oh, I'm and, straight over there. And uh, then there's a pop, and an entire panel of the wall adjacent to where she is, so to her left just opens slightly. I immediately say, put up my hands and say, I was just trying to steal things, but... I say, I would suggest, in the kindest way possible, put this thing you stole back... No. N- no, hear me out, um, so that it doesn't draw attention... <laughs> to the giant hole in the wall. To, 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 the, to the secret passageway that we have found. Or... <laughs> And then I just go and have a look in the hole in the wall. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, I'm standing by this point. I've come over to the hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so immediately inside, you see a passageway, and it just runs perpendicular to the wall. Uh-huh. But it ends in a staircase that leads up. I'm so happy. I was just trying to steal shit. This is great. So now that we've found the hallway, I personally think it would be a waste <laughs> if we didn't go down it. I'm just trying to decide... Whether or not it's better for all of us to go or leave someone here. Nezor, like, I, like, I like your 
Well, no, because if one of us or two of us goes up, the other can be like, what, they just stepped out to find the bathroom or to go to find the Bateman to go bathe. Are they not back yet? I wonder what's happened to them. Oh, no. I should probably not remain. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can, I can, I can stay here. I'll appreciate the architecture. I scan. Yeah. You want to go on an adventure? But there's, I don't know, I'll take the vodka with me. Good plan. <laughs> um, I just, I was like, I would rather not get caught. As in, not have our presence, our lack of presence noticed at all. Because um, this guy, I feel, knows about where my sister is, and I don't want to screw this over. Well, look, if you want to stay here, I won't judge you for it. I'm happy to go by myself. Yeah, but even you not being here is going to possibly mess shit up. Uh, if I go it's with you... Ken, it's a secret staircase! Right, yeah, yeah, it is a secret staircase. Uh, I know, I'll go with you. <laughs> You're a grown-ass adult! It's a secret yeah. staircase! I'm not gonna not go up it! This is this is very much uh, sort of the, the gun. It's a smoking gun. This is Chekhov's gun. This has to be... Chekhov's secret staircase. Yeah. You can't oh. introduce a secret staircase into a story and then not go up it. Um, I'm gonna first of all, I'm gonna show Nizor the figurine that I moved in order to get it, yep. so he can move it back. Sure. Uh, the moment you move it back, that panel just. Clicks. Oh no, I don't. I just like point to it. Yeah. Okay. It's so very... once I leave, I'll tap it back. Yep. And you're left alone in this room. Is there some sort of way that we can communicate? If, say, for example. Nezor is like, ah, someone is here. Come back. You say I've got... in the in the in the crawl space. No, I don't say that. I say, do that before um, we do. Yeah, that. as long as you're within yeah. 120 feet of. And me. you can see us. No, don't even have to be able Excellent. to see. Excellent. Okay. So we can pretty so much I can, stay I in can, contact. I can basically open that line of communication, and as long as so I'm saying this in character. Yeah. I'm going to open this line of communication with you guys from the start, sure. and as long as you're telling me roughly where you're moving, I'll be able to keep track of you. Sure. Excellent. Okay, that's a good idea. I, like so I just kind of click my finger guns at both of them and suddenly they can hear my voice in their head. And I'm going to finger guns back just I'm to be cool. I'm not. Do you just go like, A? Pretty much. And they hear A. Okay, so yeah, you step into this hallway. Nezor very politely closes it behind you. Thank you. The staircase is dusty. Ooh. Well, let's Are there spider on. webs or anything? Yeah. Right, so we go up quietly, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sneaking. Roll me stealth. <laughs> and here it goes horribly wrong. 18. Not that good, but 15. I'm a thief. <laughs> yeah, Sneaky. No, I, thought you, I thought you double proficiency in it, but you didn't. You definitely feel that this staircase has the capacity to creak, mm-hmm. and you manage to avoid it. Good. Um, and you make your way up. And what you find is that this staircase immediately T-junctions mm-hmm. at the top and runs the hall the whole length of this wing. Like, mm. you look to your left, you can see it down to the end. You look to your right, you can see it goes down to the end. And then dog legs, possibly. The only other thing that you notice is that there are, periodically there are depressions in the wall. Uh-huh. Excellent. Um, Do these depressions, are they holes or? Uh, they're about chest height for you. Uh, Some Scooby-Doo shit. <laughs> Welcome to my Scooby-Doo episode, everyone. No, no. There are, it, it, Did we, when we were in the room downstairs, get the feeling that any of the paintings were watching us? <laughs> no, you didn't. But, but they now definitely you had the capacity no. to. <laughs> so you see these, these little depressions in the wall, about chest height, periodically down there. And they're about high enough and wide enough that you... They're either like dumbwaiters. It's not very nice, Matt. 
whatever. I'll make fun of whoever I want to make fun of. Other than that, the place is empty. Although, that being said, you almost kick over a small candle holder that's been placed near the base of this thing. There are a couple of, like, burnt-down stumps of candles left. There's no braziers on the wall? No. No braziers or braziers. Are the holes... Are they holes or just depressions? Just depressions. Okay. You'd have to go to one. Would they be a head-shaped depression? Uh, like you could fit your head in it easily, yeah. Can I have a... Oh, don't, well, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, First of all, <laughs> I'm going to off. get an arrow. I'm going to get an arrow and kind of wave it in front of it and maybe like tap the sides of the depression. There's, Not to make sound, just to see if there's, it's like, like you run the length of the... one of the. You go, I assume, to the first one on the left yeah, yeah. the first one on the right. Pick your poison, right? Um, and you run this arrow around the edge of it there doesn't appear to be anything there but what you do realize is that your arrowhead actually touches what appears to be like a latch Ooh. i All very right. very carefully lift the latch there are two eye holes uh-huh. <gasps> <laughs> oh yes okay do you want to look at me do shit uh, yeah you can look okay, okay. <laughs> you found okay, it okay. i look <laughs> we go. okay very excited you see a bare ass <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you see a bare ass. Male <laughs> <laughs> ass? Uh, you would assume, consider it's hairy. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, hang on. You, I, you did, I smuffle your mess. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm like, <gasps> Scan, you won't believe it. <laughs> Scan goes to look. There was a bare ass there, now there's the front part. <laughs> Is it big? <laughs> On the higher end of average. Okay. I look. I come back and like. And then the figure walks away. This is the, and uh, you realize that you're looking into a bathroom. I turn around. I turn to her and go, "Yeah, she's fucking hot." <laughs> <laughs> May have broken his a little bit there. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm assuming you tell me it's a bathroom. No, no. Oh, no. Okay. So, yeah, she's fucking hot. I give you a thumbs up. Um, <laughs> and then I look back. Uh, this person is now putting on trousers. Uh, they're red. Um, can you describe the person? I presume I can uh, see all of them now. Middle-aged man. Uh, Sergeant stripes, like rank insignia. Yeah, um, some kind of symbol that you're not familiar with. Um, bunch of, like, arrows on his shoulder. So... I'd have seen a bit of this army, right? Yes. You have now. Well, I've seen a little bit more. Well done. Yes. Good. Well paid. Well played. I enjoyed it. Um, but I've seen a little bit more of it now. But I mean, like, enough to determine various rank insignias and so forth. Uh, roll me an intelligence check. Okay. No. What? What'd you roll? I got a six plus one. Well, no. Intelligence is ten. Nothing. Six plus this guy is some kind of like imp, like under y'all, some kind of y'all adjacent person, important, but not <laughs> right. but not the y'all. Okay, cool. Um, age, uh, middle age, probably about thirty. So he's not a, a, a kid. No, no. Okay. Uh, has got a few scars. Face is well clean shaven. The haircut's very short. He's sitting there admiring himself in the mirror quite a bit. I, I pull back and I go, no, no, you'll want, you'll want, and gesture her in. Oh, okay, and then I look. All right, perv. <laughs> um, there's there's a half-dressed man currently, like, grooming himself. Boring. Um, cur- uh, 
he's topless and is quite like military. Oh, feet. good. Oh, you see, you're like. Oh. I give Scan another thumbs up and I gesture towards the next one. So we close yeah, this we, one. We close that one. Mm-hmm. Sure. Go to the next one. Um, I'm just, I'm just like constantly checking in with you guys. Oh, and you're just we like, been, we're having a we great have been time. Updating I was like, you. there was a naked dude and the first one, it's a bathroom. And I would have told you what I was. There's like a bunch of peepholes. And there's all. This is the best bit. I'm gonna make Scan look at an ass. I, and then Sounds I tell amazing. her, like, she made me look at a dick. <laughs> um, I, I just lie. I, I am, however, claiming that it's a and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> this is filthy. People are filthy. Hi, everybody. It's Matthew, your dungeon master. Things got a little spicier this episode, didn't they? Do you know what else is also spicy? The quality content from snap30.com. Snap30 is a pop culture coverage website started in 2014 by a bunch of friends who fell in love with the idea of sharing their passionate hot takes on anime, video games, and other pop culture. Their articles are really casual, it's like a conversation with a friend, except it's a conversation in their brain that they wrote down, but the, you know, the spirit of the dialogue is there. What's really cool about Snap30 and what I'm really passionate about is the fact that they'd like to get into the trenches. They play these games live on Twitch almost every day, and you can check out their channel at twitch.tv snap30, spelled T-H-I-R-T-Y. They're not good at games, they're really average. In fact, I would say they're aggressively medium. Ultimately, they like to call themselves a bunch of idiots with a keyboard, mouse, and a controller, but I think that's doing them a bit of a disservice. And you would be doing yourself a disservice by not checking out the website, snap30.com. That's 30, spelt T-H-I-R-T-Y, not 3-0. Snap30.com. And as always, we've got to give a big shout out to Nerds of the West. Nerds of the West is a board game review and actual play collective. You can catch their content at places like twitch.tv slash Nerds of the West. The Nerds have just put out a video unboxing of the game Mariposas, which was created and designed by Elizabeth Hargrave, the same person who designed Wingspan, which was a board game that was all the rage just a few months ago. Do go check it out. It's with the lovely Brie from Nerds of the West. That's the person, not the cheese. And she is a pretty thorough reviewer, not going to lie. Really enjoyed that video. So, moving on to housekeeping. We are very excited to announce that we have finally released our Patreon you can check us out at patreon.com slash there be dragons. We wanted to release the Patreon a little earlier in the year, but we realized what with the entire world's economy kind of going a little bit down the toilet, that that was probably a little bit ambitious. So we wanted to make sure that everyone had recovered as much as possible from this so that we wouldn't become an onerous burden on your wallet. We really love what we're doing and we'll continue to make the episodes, but if you're generous and you like what we do, please consider giving us a pledge on Patreon. And if you can't do that, telling your friends, recommending the podcast to people is a great way to help us grow. We really appreciate all the support you give us. Our release schedule is a bit haphazard, as you've probably noticed if you've been a long-term follower of, of the podcast. This helps us get a little bit more security in our production cycle. So it basically means that the more pledges we get, the quicker we can turn around episodes. It just comes down to the simple arithmetic of time spent working on normal jobs versus time spent working on the podcast. We've also got a mailbag episode coming out hot on the heels of this episode. We've had a number of emails come through with a number of questions. Unfortunately, we had to catch them at three for the episode so if you did send an email through with a question and you don't hear it in the app 
don't worry, it will be answered. It's coming up in the future. We have an all-Ryland episode coming up very soon. Uh, you may have noticed a distinct lack of Karen Schlink in this episode. That is by design. It's what happens when you split the party, Karen. You get cool stuff. No, that's not true. Uh, as a DM, I shouldn't be saying that. That'll encourage more of it. So just the last couple of things, as always, if you can support the podcast by liking, sharing, following, rating, and reviewing, that is the best way for us to get noticed. Uh, You may not think it, but anytime someone puts in a review, that helps push us up the algorithm, gets us noticed. I'm very happy to say that as of recording, we have a sterling five-star rating on iTunes, which is amazing. Uh, We really appreciate that. Oh my God, you guys, that's incredible. Other stuff you should know about? We have a Facebook page and a Instagram account, which if you're really hot on your stories, that's definitely somewhere you can check to find out whether or not we've got an episode looming in the near future. Well, I've probably worn out my welcome with this particular ad break. So with that, I will say let's get back to the episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Meanwhile... Charlie, the sun has begun to set and you wake up and you feel a lot less intoxicated than you were. However, you still feel really fucking rough. And Mary comes up to you with a tuck it out Duchess. <laughs> Duchess like, please no more. Yeah. Please. Mister, your dog's broken. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, she's not broken. She's just... He just she just falls over her side. <laughs> she's just sleepy. She's She doesn't have as much energy as little girls like you. She just grins up at you, toothy. Okay, bye. And then she runs off to the house. And pick up Duchess. Not in any way interested whose daughter this is. Charlie doesn't give a shit. (laughs) Get the turtle. (laughs) Um, no, no, Dallas. Kilroy. His name's Ralph. His name's fucking Kilroy. His name is Kilroy. Ralph. Um, Oh, my God, I play. Charlie (laughs) picks up Duchess. Like, so she's in his arms, but on her back, like, blah. You can do um, that with the turtle as well, just one on each other. And <laughs> heads into the estate to get a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, oh, we should have sent the Bateman out. Oh, it's funny that you mentioned that. The door that you find leads directly into a scullery, and the Bateman is there. He appears to be doing something illegal. <laughs> he is currently putting... No, not like that, although that would be hilarious. Flower. He is currently putting like all the good silverware down his Sleep. sleeves. I'll make a stealth check to see if he notices me. At what level of disadvantage is Tristan currently? He's at disadvantage because he's like two levels of fatigue. Which... Is he at one now? So I rolled an 18 and a 17. Yeah, so so very good. Let's go with the 17 plus 5. It's 22. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This guy's preoccupied stuffing a spoon down there. I rest... I heavily rest a hand on on the outside shoulder, so my frame basically my, my left hand is on his left shoulder if he's looking away. So my frame encompasses behind him, and I go. That's a terribly odd way to polish silver. The Bateman stiffens under your giant hand on his shoulder, <laughs> and he just very surreptitiously removes the spoon and. And then just starts polishing it on his other cuff and goes, oh, I don't know what you mean, sir. I was simply uh, uh, attending to the uh, the neck of the spoon. And now I'm, uh, of course, attending to the uh, the polishing of the uh, the face of it, as it were. I add just a slight bit more pressure and go, my mistake. I apologize. <laughs> oh, no need, sir. 
Could I get you a cucumber sandwich? Actually, some coffee would be much more. Oh, well, you're quite lucky, sir. Uh, the Velenic are quite fond of coffee, so give me a moment and I shall check the stores. And he very, very pointedly, like, puts the spoon back and kind of looks at you for, like, the okay. I just sort of, like, nod and smile. And he and sort you, of... Do you sp- also notice that the, the, the container contains significantly less yes, and spoons? Yes, it absolutely it does. <laughs> um, and he walks away jingling slightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he then just disappears into a larder and returns... Puts on a pot of hot water. A few minutes later, you are given a black coffee. Tell I like my men. I mean, coffee. <laughs> you like a Slightly black... Slightly above average size. Oh, wait, no, sorry. <laughs> Very hot. Evening. Um, <laughs> you recover a level of fatigue. So you are now just a disadvantage on ability checks. I wish coffee had that effect on me. Um, I was about to say, yeah, does cocaine just give you advantage on everything? Yes. <laughs> yes, but the come down is terrible. Um, <laughs> like four levels of fatigue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until more cocaine. Is Sir ready to rejoin his party? Yes, I've made the most of my short rest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You are led into a sitting room yep. through like the servants' hallways and you I see wave. Nezor. I'm waving. Yes. <laughs> uh, everything to your uh, liking, sir? Yes, it's great. The others weren't so happy with it, but that's just mostly because oh. they're a little bit irritable. They can't can't sit around for too long. Totally understandable, and they're, they're I'm sure they're not doing anything wrong. They're just uh, so like sitting. You have a full run of the west wing of the yeah, house. Yeah, no, I, 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 exactly. Forgive me for saying so, but I don't care. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> You're Was forgiven. there anything bye. else, sir? Bye. No, no, Nezor, don't be rude to the gentleman. He's just doing his job. Yeah, he's, he's doing it job. in an incredibly professional manner. <laughs> he goes thing. a little pale and goes, of course, sir. I raise an eyebrow at Charlie. <laughs> well, if that's all, and then he just leaves. Uh, I totally feel Charlie in on, on all the dicks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just like, hey, Charlie. So, remember when I said they weren't doing anything up. wrong? <laughs> hey, hey, Charlie. Charlie wasn't there. Remember when I said they weren't doing anything wrong? I, I, I mean, I, I figured that you were lying. <laughs> I expect erections by probably did too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, erections worth. Years <laughs> <laughs> erections worth. Bring them in, and uh, have a stiff upper lip about it. <laughs> God, our erections worth. Do sing me a song. <laughs> so many puns. It all makes itself. So upstairs, you have a hallway. Looking at an erections worth. Yeah. Um, Alright, let's go to the next one. Uh, I, I, my curiosity is um, towards the dog leg. Mm-hmm. At the end of the corridor. Yep. Um, I mean, we can look at, uh, and I would communicate this to Abella, possibly via Nezors to be silent about it, and say, sort of, if it could be quiet about this um, and, and spy on everybody here, what I'm really wanting to do is possibly find a, an alternate means of egress. Uh, we don't want to get stuck, and this is a good way of not getting stuck. What's up there? We can see all this. This is all peepholes into possibly penis rooms. And I'm just, I'm just relaying this all through. I'm going to relay this via Nezor. I'm going to look at one more, and then we can go. One more, Fine. One no, more. no, no, you go. So I look at the next one. 
Just Pop the, the next one down? Yep, just literally the next one down. Okay. It's a room and there's someone asleep in a bed. Does there appear to be any way to open it more? No. It's just a spy hole. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, I relate what I've seen and I'm like, all right, lead the way. I have a myself for the moment. Okay. All mentally. Mm, sure. Lead the way. Sure. Let's go down the dog leg. Okay. Yep. Um, so, yeah, this dog leg actually runs past uh, a series of open murder holes, is what I'll describe it as, oh. um, along this thing. And you can actually see that it's looking down into the foyer that you'd been brought into previously, this open space with the tiling. And the murder holes are such that they're, they only give you, say, 30 degrees yeah. of sight, but appear to be hidden. Mm-hmm. By something, that's, some that's tree or do no, just some kind of. From like, what I recall of the entrance hall, could I match it up to figure out where I am? Uh, I would have been directly above you when you came in. Or would I have checked it out? Because you were saying it's like it's unusually low ceilings. I would have been sort of assessing it for mm. like, oh, this is odd. So I would have checked it out. Above. So, so I would there was sort of like an ornate cornice that was running the edge of the thing. And you uh-huh. think that this is part of like one of the outcropping parts that are sort of built in to look like they are holding the ceiling. Sure. Okay. There is probably only one reason these things would exist, and that is to basically shoot at people as they run in. Sure, sure. Uh, whether that's with crossbows or muskets or whatever else. Can I, looking through one or several of them, ascertain if they have been used for that purpose? No. Um, as in the tiles do not appear damaged? Nope. No. Yep. Good. Um, interesting. Hmm. Um, this hallway is not... Is it built for humans? Halflings? Is it, it's cramped. It's, it's cramped. Would it be cramped for a halfling? No. Okay. Uh, the, the angle, you're saying sort of 30 degrees. Um, a crossbow, to be operated properly, needs from shoulder. So would I have to kneel to fire a crossbow? Yeah. Ah, so it's for a halfling. Yes. Okay. Um... So you kneel down and immediately you get. Oh, more everything theory. makes much more sense. Okay. Yeah. So I say, so this is the halflings who owned this place did not use it for its intended purpose. I mean, that makes sense if they were just a family that lived here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how old this place is. It could be not the first family. The corridor runs in dog legs again. Uh huh. Continuing in the same direction. But going towards the west wing? The east wing, yes. Oh. Oh. So we weren't, were we in the east wing? No, we were in the west wing. Oh, were we? All right. We were going to the, what's the other um, wing, yeah? yeah. Are they yeah. still in contact with me? Pretty you know, you're away. starting to get, like, it's a bit spotty. Cool. So, like, the second, the second I can't really hear them when they're communicating with me, or, like, the second I can feel that tug on my brain, I'm just like, hey, guys, like... We're leaving, we're leaving range. Yeah, you okay. won't be able to get back to me, or yeah, won't be able to relay back to me, and I won't be able to tell you if anything goes wrong on my sure, sure. Are they? Are there still these, like, peepholes lining the wall, or were they just... Further down from where you are? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Cool. There is also what appears to be a staircase leading down, pretty much equidistant to where the other one was. Is there a way that I can stay in contact with Nezel and make I and still be able to see Abella if she continued? And I look at Abella and I say... Tell Abe- uh, and say to Nezor, tell Abella that she can continue and I will relay. So, hey, uh, Abella. Um, yeah, until she up? can't see me anymore. So, Scan basically wants you to continue onwards. Yeah, good. Uh, and then you can talk to him and he can talk to me. And then the second you can't talk to him anymore, come back. Yeah, okay, great. Um, or can't see me. Yeah, if, you, if you're out of, out of sight enough that you need to shout. This is this is the one. I, like we don't want. We're not making noise. We're trying to be silent. I just if if uh, come to go to the point where I can't see you anymore. This is I don't want to get out of contact. Yeah, 
I'm trying to act, explore this as much as possible. That all sounds fine. Let's make a signal so that if I need to run back, like post haste, tell him to just drop something heavy on the ground to make like some kind of sound. Oh, sure. Alternate okay. idea scan. Mm -hmm. How's your connection with Frost? Yeah, pretty good. So um, if I send him with her? Yeah. Sure. I could do that. Easy. I don't know what the range on that is. I don't know if it's Charlie's like, I've gone quiet. Hey? Oh, no, Charlie's... I'm just winking at Charlie whenever something funny happens. No, Charlie's uh, noticed that uh, the grandfather clock seems to have been Broken. stopped and um, <laughs> starts the metronome back up. Tick. Tick. No, no, just tick. So, Scan, you were going to send Frosh with Abella. Uh, he's been trailing you at your feet this entire time. I, I say, okay, you'll go with Abella now. Um, and just make and sure... Like, he trills and I give you some jerky. And make sure he knows if you call him back, he's pulling Abella back too. Well, no, yeah. if, if he flies, I'll just take yeah. that as a yeah. signal. That's sure. fine. Easy, guys. That seems so explain sorted. to Rosh what he needs to do. <laughs> what? As in sort of, I call you, you'll come. Roll me an animal handling check. <laughs> a fairly low one, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a 23. Yeah. You're pretty certain he got the message. <laughs> Alrighty, so with Frosh on my shoulder, mm -hmm. happily eating jerky, I assume. Yeah. I continue down the corridor mm -hmm. and go to the first peephole okay. and take a look. Um, you see Castellan. <gasps> it's a penis. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Fucking jackpot. <laughs> Not really, it's no, below average. He's, he's jacking into a pot. Oh. <laughs> No, this is hilarious, but I'm so interested to see what Castellan is doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he appears to be fencing. <laughs> With his penis. <laughs> That's what gentlemen call it. No. Uh, he, With the sword thing, I'm guessing. With a rapier. No. Uh -huh. Okay. And it's not a sword style you've seen before. There is a nervous officer of some kind uh, in the room watching him as he fences and he moves very fast. With who? Who's he fencing with? He's fencing, he's shadow fencing. He's basically okay. just, like, I don't want to use the term practicing carter because that sounds like yeah, yeah, yeah. martial arts, but he's effectively doing that. Yeah. He's just in a very low, even voice while he's doing this going, so explain to me why when you swept through that region... Two assassins escaped your notice. We lost a good man today. I was almost killed. And now I have a boy in a dungeon and I don't know what to do with him. I could execute him under the law, but then I risk the local populace getting angry, creating problems, maybe having this same thing happen again. And then with a flourish puts the sword back into a scabbard and throws it onto a four-poster bed. Or... I can imprison him indefinitely, keep him comfortable, but that doesn't seem really appropriate for someone who just tried to take my life. So please, explain to me, how did you miss them? The guy just hasn't, he's making the uh, gaping fish mouth like he has no response. He goes, well, there's my answer. You're on latrine duty for the next two months. Get out of my sight. The guy excuses himself. The door closes. Castellan just sighs and rubs his eyes. <sighs> and then steps over to what looks like a small shrine that's been set up on a dresser. There's a small figurine 
about a foot tall. It's a representation of some kind of warrior. And he takes a piece of like incense, lights it, places it in front of this warrior, steps back, brings his hands to his front. You're not quite able to see what he's doing. He seems to be doing some kind of controlled breathing. I'll probably stay there for like a minute or two to see. Okay, roll me a stealth check. Uh Uh-oh. 20, not natural, but still 20. You sit there watching him. And then he just sort of like slowly turns his head to the left and then turns around. And you're, for a second, certain he was looking directly at you. And then he starts walking over to where you are. He comes to about a foot away from you and his eyes lock with yours and you are certain he sees you. And then he mutters to himself, ghastly painting, and then turns and moves out of sight. Exciting. I'm going to obviously very quietly close that one Mm -hmm. and move over to the next one. See what's in that. Room is empty. Next one. (laughs) That room is also empty. I'm going to keep going till I find something. Uh, The only room that you can find that has something interesting is one at the end. It's the last one. Mm -hmm. The room has been completely emptied and like a series of carpets have been laid out. The kinds that you would find like in, they're not ones that are like into the the stitch into the floor or what have you. They're actual like throw rugs. Mm. The only thing of interest in this room is that there is a chest set in the middle of it. Set. As in placed very deliberately in the middle of it. It's odd. It's really weird. So, hang on. There's like a bunch of throw rugs, nothing else in the room, and then a chest set in the middle. Yep. And when I say chest, I don't mean like a chest of drawers. I mean like a... a, Yeah, yeah. More like a lockbox, if anything. Okay. Oh, my God. Fascinating. You are looking through a small hole. Two small holes. Not a door that you can get through. I know. I know. (laughs) So, where am I in terms of, like, the staircase? Staircase is at the opposite end, right next to the peephole where Castellan was. Okay. Or the staircase that you came from is further back in a scan. Um, am I at, like, the end of the corridor? Or you is, are. Does this one dogleg around as well? It doesn't dogleg, it just finishes. I want to know what's in that fucking box. There's no easy way to get through the mm. wall. I mean, you could attack the wall and... I'm not going to do that. But, no, no. no. It's definitely wooden, though. It's wooden panelling. Uh-huh. But you can't, like, So, that. it's like an indent that's set in wood. Are yep. there any screws or anything that I could unscrew? To remove the panel? To yeah. S- and also, how would it be big enough for me to, like, pull myself through? You could, but it would be a bit of a squeeze. You'd risk getting stuck. Um, Quickly as well. Are there screws? The, the way I would describe it is there is tack in the wall that it seems to be, like, holding the sections So I couldn't really attach it either no. if I did get it off. No. No, I don't think it's worth it. Okay. Um, there is no third floor that we can get to from this. There floor, is a third floor. But we can't But you there. can't get to it from sure. here, yeah. I might pop down and just peer down the staircase to see what I can... Just from the top of the staircase, I'm going to see how far I can... This corridor goes a bit further. Does she bring? Does that bring her back in range of Nezor? You could probably see me now, though. Yeah. Like, do I do I see her? I'm like, and, and gesture you back so we can communicate and ask what you saw, because that would be what Nesken would want to know. Mm. I'm just gonna shrug, like, eh, like there's not, it's okay. not worth it. I'm gonna give it like a, it's not worth it. Shrug. I'm like, I, I would say, okay, fine. Um, and I'm gonna peer down the staircase. Okay. Uh, the staircase leads into a corridor that goes further on. Can I hear anything coming from this corridor? You can hear the clinking of what appears to be like 
Valerie? I'm going to walk down the staircase. Mm-hmm. Carefully, kind of keep my eye on Roll me stealth check. <laughs> uh, 11. You get to the bottom of the stairs and then you hear it. As the staircase groans under your foot. You hear on the wall to your right. So we go, what was that? I'm going to stay very still. The moment passes, they there's no further conversation. Wait. Bugger. Hmm. But there are peepholes around here as well. There is a panel door, very mm-hmm. similar to what you had on the opposite side where you came in. Mm-hmm. And then further down, there appears to be another panel door. And then at the end of this corridor, you see a wrought iron gate that has been installed that bars entry to a staircase that leads further down into the house. And I can't hear anything coming from the door? The, the door down, right down the end that I could put my arm You can hear cuts. the sound of cutlery and then moan of pain. Okay. Oh... Mm, I reckon that's where the boy is being kept. Um, Probably, but... I'm going to sneak sort of halfway down to see if I could discern anything else. You hear a husky voice go, So, tell us where the rest of your little friends are. i pull the other nail off. And you just hear this young elvish boy. He's apologising profusely. I won't, for the sake of like everyone in the room, go into the details as to the sounds that are being made, but they're very unpleasant. Okay, I'm going to make my way back and then through the mind connection with Nezor, I relay it all. So, um... I say, I I sort of bring you along as mm, we go. Yeah, yeah, so we're making our way back. Saw Castellan, I didn't see anything interesting. He was just berating one of the people that I guess was responsible for securing the region for not doing that. He was doing this while fencing and then he, I guess, prayed for a little while after the guy went. He also lit some incense through the warrior. I don't know if that's important. Nezor, roll me a religion check. Uh, 11. You're not sure, but this sounds awfully familiar to the faith of the Divine Spark. This sort of contemplative recognition of some kind of paragon. So, Nezor, you'd know this. Uh, the religion of the Valenic centers around the idea that within every person there is a spark of the divine. And as a result, the idea that something external to that spark is basically non existent. So, that's why they don't get on with a lot of the other faiths. Uh, as a result, um, people who achieve greatness are often given a sort of uh, almost like a saint worship or an ancestor worship. Um, and are recognised for having achieved that, and that's part of their central tenets. A lot of people will meditate uh, on their achievements of people whose whose uh, journey they'd like to follow, uh, and that's probably why there's a small votive statue here. Also, he mentioned something about there being a painting in the room. Like I was looking through a painting, it sounded like. Um, didn't creepy. find anything else. Yeah, creepy is a word. Didn't find anything else, and then I checked down the stairs... I found our boy, Mr. Revolution. Um, he's not being treated well. Yeah. yeah. Fingernails, it sounded like. But it, it, <laughs> Good place he to hasn't start. got um, any information. So. This is the thing. They're, they're going to figure that out fairly soon. The boy is not a revolutionary. He saw an opportunity, he thought, and he took it. Mm. It's just a question of whether or not they stop at that point. Mm, I think it's... 
my my sympathy is limited if you make that sort of oh don't choice. Mm. don't get is me it wrong about, it's more about the the we're character our, of the people here we're making our way down the staircase as yeah, we're talking we're coming back good 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 yeah I was gonna say it's probably time to because yeah. Cassellan left the room so I don't know how much more time we have Charlie as they're making their way back to you you hear uh, at the door and you hear the voice of the Bateman speaking through it going. Is there anything else I can get you while you wait, sir, the madam? Are they back? No, not yet. I might just quickly whisper to Charlie, they're coming back. We need no one else in here when they get back. Uh, just give us a moment, sorry. Of course, sir. Uh, Castellan has sent me to inform you that uh, dinner will be served in the dining room within the next 15 minutes. If you wish to... Make yourself presentable. There are, of course, basins and towels available. You need only ask. And he just walks away from the door. And I look at you and I say, you have a fair idea of where every single hole in the wall is in every room that you saw? Roughly, yeah. I would, though, wouldn't I? Because yeah. I would have, like, a fairly... Yeah. So my point yes. is we would know which painting to run at if we need egress. Yeah, you're not wrong. But the problem is, if I could get stuck, I think Nezol well, might be the only one who could point. comfortably get stuck. The through. eyes are the window to the door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good just-in-case to remember. Yeah, pretty much. The, there's only four of us, and Charlie's the only one who's seriously broad. Also, um, the still-absent Ryland. Yeah, well, she probably wouldn't fit either. But she's, as you absent. point out, still absent. That's not a problem. Yeah. Now I think about it. And she has no idea where you guys are. No. So, um... we freshen up? Yeah. Charlie opens up his little satchel and pulls out some you know, bundle of white cloth and sort of shakes it out. It's a collared T-shirt. Like, collared... We have good clothes. Yeah. Like a collared mm-hmm. button-up shirt. Sort of... I probably um, find the Bateman and ask when, where one of these basins are. Uh, he brings you one. Is anyone else requiring? I had a bath this afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> I had a northerner's bath, which is being in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Except it was a river. Yeah, look, it wasn't salty. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> I didn't get to say I also have a silver and purple bow tie that Charlie ties. <laughs> Impressive. Yes. <laughs> Moving on, you were all brought into this uh, ornate dining room uh, on the first floor. Uh, Castellan joins you, and he has a little girl in tow. And he sits at the head of the table. She sits next to him, and he gestures to each of you to sit. Uh, it doesn't. I, is is any who else is there? Anybody else? No, just him and this little girl. Then I would sit either next to or opposite the child. Okay, so you're on his left. I probably aim for opposite, so next to him. Mm. I'll yep. sit next to Mary with I Duchess. Don't. You don't sit. I, no, I do. I just don't care. Where don't care. Yeah. I, I, I see the kid. Do I see any immediate family resemblance? Uh, no. Huh. That doesn't change what I do. In fact, it enhances it. Um, and I, I go, um, I, I would sit down and say, uh, who is this? Oh, this is my ward. Oh, yeah. And your name, my dear? I'm Mary. Nice to meet you, Mary. Yes, well, Mary apparently met Mr. Roughhouse here earlier today. She was outside, even though I expressly told her not to go outside. That would explain why Duchess is so exhausted. She was perfectly safe. 
Recently Apparently it's, and all. Sure, but uh, children do need sun. She kept Duchess company and let me have a have a wee nap, get my mm. composure back. Um, how how? how <clears throat> if you don't you mind me asking, how did you come to having a, a ward? She is the daughter of my commanding officer. This is Mary Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> The daughter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are you quite Stan. all right, Mister Ferguson? <laughs> I'm sorry. He died how That's, he lived. He died. He died the way he lived, laughing, laughing at the David name Davidson. Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> what? But he's alive. <laughs> of course he's alive then why is are you looking after his daughter in a war zone because i'm being punished and then he looks at her and goes i'm sorry my dear but we both know that's the case <laughs> i go oh. I, she's like doing the like the kid thing of like playing with the fork scratching the, yeah. the fine china and ignoring <laughs> the conversation yeah <laughs> i i might like <laughs> so rude I yeah I shoot super daggers at that man. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> I'm like, for what? If if you don't mind, no no. Forget I asked. The sliding door opens, revealing the Bateman, who walks in covering some cloche-covered dishes, which he ceremoniously places on the table and then removes the cover, revealing a bounty of different kinds of vegetables, and they're all roasted and grilled and whatever else, and there's very little meat. There is a small chicken, a ham, and a leg of lamb, and that's about it. Castellan just loads up on vegetables. Huh. Not going to get any meat on your plate, Castellan. No. Good. More I, for me. <laughs> Please, I, feel free to. I take, I take a, a polite but smaller than I would usually take amount of each of the three meat. More sort of a tasting platter, and then I... Mainly out of curiosity to see how he'd react to it. Take mainly veg as well. Like, I start on the veg and then I would do the, the meat last. Now, he glances at you side-eyed and goes, Hmm, you strike me as someone who would have been more of the flesh, Mr. Thufferson. Yeah. I wait until everybody else is ha- gone and then I just take a good portion of what's left of the ham mm. and slice it into strips and put it next to, to my, my, on the left of my plate for mm. Roche. Yeah, he raises an eyebrow for a moment and then just shrugs, shakes his head and goes, feeling better, are we, Mr. Roughhouse? Somewhat. One level I better. ask young Mary what she wants for dinner. I want a leg. Oh, okay. Take, pick up the whole chicken. Like. Yeah. Which one looks better to you? Uh, that one. And she points to the left. <coughs> yeah, okay, and you remove the leg. And I'm like, is that I've enough? i him dismember people far more cleanly, Charlie. <laughs> the table conversation, please. <laughs> uh, so, I'm aware of your name, Mr. Roughhouse, and I've come to know Mr. Thufferson here. Am I pronouncing that correctly? That is very well done, actually. You are good with the names of the North, yeah. Well, I was stationed there for a number of years, but mm. less about that than yeah. Let's leave that for conversation later this evening. I was actually going to invite you to have a nightcap with me so we could discuss business. Ah, lovely. As long as there's more of that vodka, I'm sticking around for whatever. I and hadn't miss? realized I hadn't properly introduced myself, have I? Izzy Jumont, short for Isabel, but I go by Izzy. 
And you, my short friend. <laughs> Nizzle Vagulus. Who are you oh. calling short? <laughs> the short one. <laughs> Tell me, Nizzle, you're quite far from home. Yep. Are you practicing? Not as such. In, he in, frowns at that. In my own way, then yes. I just meant your instrument. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was... I, you're, you're staying in a very clearly uh, violent... Villainic yes, I, house. I, I thought you were more talking the religious side of. Uh, no, I was actually thinking a bit of music might lighten the mood. And then he glances at the rest of you. <laughs> I'm very used to Nezor's music. It's quite pleasant. I'm making like silly faces with the uh, Mary food, and then like so I'll make silly face, and then pull the silly like <laughs> and match the face <laughs> and the vegetables. Stella just sees you do this and looks at you and is like, the, the, the facial expression is, I can't believe you're my countryman. <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking, I look at him and I make sort of, I make look eye contact with Costello and go, you see what I live with? <laughs> and um, I look at both of you and go, children are our futures. <laughs> and I go, absolutely. You see what I deal with. <laughs> and I go, music would be lovely, so then all these silent conversations would hopefully stop. So, yeah, I'm going to gonna pull out something that I haven't really pulled out much before, at least in a Is it your penis? <laughs> God, these guys see one dick, and all of a sudden... You were saying anyway, before... You are so um, red in the face he now. He pulls out his penis, yes. Um, no, basically playing stuff that's a bit slower and softer, like much slower and softer than anything else I would normally play, but infusing a lot more magical audio effects um, along with it to like kind of... dropping the bass? No, no more, <laughs> more to create certain phasing and um, widening kind of effects. So we're not all musos here. Yeah, no. You know what? You were sort of phasing and I'm like... Oh, widening. Yeah, yeah sorry. It's, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm all the way over here. It's... You know what a phaser is, right? When it comes to like music yes, there's a thing guitar. from Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Thomas, couldn't you just play as a ditty so I can have a dance? That's pretty much what I'm doing. I'm just being, <laughs> like being kind yeah, of. Yeah, but he's widening the phaser. Phaser set to wide. Phaser set to. I don't want my phasers set to funk or wide. I want them to. You know. Stun you know when you. Kill. You know when you edit and you move the audio out of. Think, yeah, and it, it sounds off. Bad, yeah, yeah. Fa a so phaser, music. no, no, no. A phaser recreates that effect, but changes kind of how far it's in and out. So it's it's that effect. Oh, you're doing the funk. Yeah, it's it's so well, not necessarily funky. <laughs> no, it's, it's not necessarily that musical effect, but so you start playing this. It, it, it's basically me showing off magically a little bit. It's I'm, it's something I brought up with you like three episodes ago. Yeah. It was like we're walking along a road. I'm going to be trying things. Um, yeah, oh, but it's just like yeah. But can we dance to it? <laughs> yeah, like I can. can... Like, as a musician, I could notice. Oh, you know, you people can dance if you want to. Yeah, nodding along a bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to um, leave my and... friends behind. <laughs> but if they don't dance, then they, then friends can't dance, and that's no friend of mine. Close. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, showing off a bit for Castellan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Magically. Roll performance. Better fucking make it. <laughs> Fuck me. That's not a no, roll. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm a fucking uh, halfling. Yeah, I can reroll once. Yeah. Uh, nice. 
Yeah, yeah I'll be the fucker too. Uh, 19 plus 10. <laughs> well, save that song. Well, oh, I, it's off key when it starts, and you're like, oh, wait, no. Turn it into the fucking song. 29. Um, it's like you're off key and then turn it into like a sick riff. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, he's impressed. Sort I of look just, at him and I say, I live with this. Charlie's going to get up with Mary. Yeah. And like dance to the music. We're done with like, it. Yeah, it's speed it up a little bit. When they do. Yeah, as you'd like, you would dance with a little kid. My little. A, a, a six foot hand dancing with a small child. Like, <laughs> she thinks the bee's knees is like, Uncle Charlie, you're the best. Aww. Aww. Scared of sitting here thinking, who could I kill? How miserable do you people have to be to, like, I'm from screw the north. up your face at a child <laughs> I, I'm from the dancing? North. Our, 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 our standard Saturday dinner is, who could I kill here? You, um, Remind me to never go to the north. <laughs> yeah. It's a hear, lovely, friendly place as long as you're valuable. You hear a booming voice say something in Illic, and you hear yes. scan. I hear music. I want to dance. Is that a standard phrase in Illic? Is that <laughs> so like, it's very direct language? I, I shout in Illic. Agreed. All should dance. Um, the. <laughs> There is like a sliding door that lets you into this. <laughs> Literally 10 seconds, you're like, I hate dying. I hate but no, 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 like, this is scared. Scared is chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> there so is like, like the... wait, a way to fuck this situation up a bit. There is a sliding door that leads uh-huh. into this uh, dining room. And it is thrown open by a bear of a man. He is almost as tall as Charlie. Barrel chested, broad. Kind of a little bit fat. Hairy? Extremely. Hair down past his midriff. Yeah. And he's wearing a sort of very shoddy looking uniform. Uh Uh-huh. And it's festooned with axes. Oh, my dude. And he goes, Nah, Castellan, you bring me minstrels. In common. I'm just sitting here. I I say, I I just keep playing. I I would go and say, Apologies, sir. Castellan does not bring minstrels. I bring minstrels. (laughs) Castellan shoots you a look. Because <laughs> he can speak Illic. So, I know, I know. So, I look at him and I go, you didn't bring him for this musical ability. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand much, but I'm yeah. entertained by all of it. <laughs> Two crazy people are yelling at each other across a table. Like, what's not to be This is very, <laughs> very happy. This is an Illic version of a family gathering. It's just yeah. like, I didn't bring him, you brought him! Yay! I'm kind of like, yeah, all right, cool. Let's see where this. Yeah, let's just see where this goes. Um, Mary detaches herself from you, Charlie, and runs over and goes, "Daddy!" This man's face just lights up like the dawn of a new day, and he bellows out, <laughs> "Oh my little pea!" Oh my god! <laughs> I, oh my god, I wanna. Okay, I go. I look at. Mary mm-hmm. and I and I sort of I, I fix her and I go in Illic this is your father? Yes. Love it. Love everything about it. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your dungeon master Matthew, and Abella de Rosier was played by Angela Lita Kay. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Douse. Nezor Valgoulis, the bard, and our sound recordist was played by Tom Moore. Scan Felspar is played by Joshua Walker. And Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink.
If you'd like to know more about the podcast, check out our website at therebedragonscast.com or you can check us out on Podbean at therebedragons.podbean.com. We also have a Twitter at tbdragonscast where you can tweet at us and talk about the show using the hashtag therebedragons. There Be Dragons is edited and produced by Matthew Buss and sound post-produced by Tom Moore. There Be Dragons' original score and soundtrack is composed and produced by Sean Tanian. You can see more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. There Be Dragons' art is produced by Brianna Manning. You can find more of her work at brepi.com. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. 